Hello, and welcome to our very first Couch Chats, a podcast that immerses you, our listeners, in in-depth theatre experiences, all from the comfort of our couches. I am your host, Ryan Thornhill, and each episode we will feature either a theatre company, theatre artist, or new theatre work. Today's episode is the first episode of our monologue series, and is being presented as part of the Thornhill Theatre Space Worldwide Virtual Fringe Festival. Today's monologue is written and performed by Hungarian playwright Judith Hollisch and is titled The Waiting Room. The Waiting Room is a monologue inspired by real-life events about the elusive sense of belonging, the ever-shifting perception of reality, and our modern-day struggles of finding a place to call home. Please enjoy... The Waiting Room A monologue by Judith Hollos So one day you're just a wannabe explorer, treading the streets of an unknown city, basing in a language and culture you don't quite understand yet. Then the next morning you suddenly wake up in a tiny room in a sunlit suburb filled with copy-paste houses, while a statuous guy is staring at you intently, sitting with a mug in his hand on the bed opposite of you. The smell of cheap cigarettes and a sleepy choir of young male voices crisping under the weight of dawn. I am not sure anymore how it happened. I think I must have lied down on the dirty bench, prepared to sleep in the subway. After a sultry midsummer evening, I decided to escape from the apartment of a weird online date of mine who, after a brief exchange of messages, invited me for the holiday but then turned out to be increasingly abusive and creepy. In his warm emails, he appeared so charming and kind-hearted, even though it felt a bit strange that he kept repeating certain parts of his texts over and over again, that his robotic words practically spilled over with smileys and emojis. But then again, I thought it was probably due to the somewhat sharp differences in our habits and personalities. Anyway, I vaguely remember a livid fist shaking in the late June air, a tattooed ankle jumping up and down on a balcony, accompanied by some flowery words delivered with such intensity that it soon echoed in the entire neighborhood. You may stay here as long as you like, the young man smiled at me and offered some of his coffee while I was fishing in my memories trying to find out where I had heard these soft, caramel-sounding voices sneaking in from the corridor. They seemed to perform a melody that reminded me of some kind of an ancient song welcoming the summer's arrival. Oh, it's just the guys who live in this house. They come from every possible corner of the world in the hope of finally finding a decent job so that they can send the money back to their families, he explained. The first couple of nights spent abroad came to my mind. Those moments stuck between dreamscapes and being awake, when you for a few heartbeats can't even figure out where exactly you are. A pale lace of moonlight in my hair. A black and white aurora in some decade-old photos. He slowly started to prepare for going to work. I needed to leave everything behind, his eyes cried, but now he had to live within these walls, plastered with Disney characters and pictures of a distant home. It was a peculiar waiting room for all of them before they could move on, 
and create a new life for themselves. I dyed my hands into my pockets as he wondered if I had managed to bring my passport with me. Those invisible butterflies cheering in my stomach as he asked if I wanted to stay a few more days before I traveled home. I knew I could go back at any time I wanted. I would. Of course I would stay a bit longer, I assured him, and imagined all those sunrises and sunsets we would spend together. Little did I know there was one little condition. We had to say to the landlord that we were a couple, his lodging and whole livelihood were at stake. I, I didn't know how to react. It felt like I was, I was choking. All of a sudden, I heard loud knocks on the door. And in the very next moment, a tall, well-built guy entered the room. In my dreams, sometimes I'm still trudging through the streets looking for the house where my temporary shelter is. Desperate for finding a place where I can finally lay down for the night, I keep wandering from one entrance door to another, but none of those copy-paste buildings appear familiar. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode of our monologue series. Join us next time for more in-depth theater experiences, all from our couches.